1: How are ya? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's up, man? How you doing, man?
0: What's going on? Hey, Doc. I'm, hey, I'm well and I'm blessed, man. Um, you know, this is what? Probably the third, almost the fourth week uh, since the season's been over. Um, you know, you get down to the business of things when there's no football being played on the field these days. So you got the Indy Combine that's uh, taking place. I'm hearing a lot of different things about that. I'm sure we'll we'll go over. it. I heard something about a Memphis Tiger just yesterday. Uh, Calvin Austin ran a four three two. So we're gonna smash and get into that a little bit, man, and see where the uh, the Rams uh, should have their point of focus as far as as far as upgrading this team. And talking
1: about that, man, <laughs> that's the thing about it, man. You win the Super Bowl, bro. They really don't let you celebrate and and, and <laughs> bask in it for too long because they immediately start talking about, okay, what you going to do next year? I mean, you may be able to celebrate a Super Bowl win, man, for a day or two. But then after that, they're like, okay, what you going to do next year? Got the combine coming up. You got free agency coming up. And, hey, we're going to talk about the Rams, but I want to talk about the combine now. That's one of those things, man, Cass go to. And and now we can sit here and talk about all the dudes who've done this and done that at the combine, but you mentioned – a University of Memphis Tiger, Calvin <laughs> Austin the 3rd, a former walk-on. He went to Memphis as a track star. And once again, bro, because Anthony Miller was a walk-on, these walk-ons come to Memphis, man. Yeah, man. And you know the career he had at Memphis and still in the NFL now. But Calvin Austin, Isaac, I watched it. They gave him a 432, bro. But I went back on I went back to the video and I paused it. Right when his entire body crossed the line, bro, it was a four-one, bro.
0: Oh no, bro. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Isaac, I'm going to, I'm going to,
1: Ike B. I'm oh, going to send man. you, the, I'm going to send you the screenshot, bro. When his entire body was across the line, it was a four-one-two, bro. Four-one. I'm, I'm going to send it to you. W- will you please help people? Un- Look, I'm gonna put it like this. You see 40 times, man, and, and you, you hear about these fast 40 times. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know how we can possibly help people understand how fast a 4 really is, bro.
0: 4-1, 4-1, is, 4-1 is extremely fast, Doc. I mean, we're talking about, you know, at the NFL Combine where, where you run the 40, you know, you're not in the comforts of your own home. The, the, the turf is different. Uh, there's there's a, an immense amount of pressure that's sitting in the stands that's watching you. And I believe that this is the first year where they actually allowed fans to come in and watch this thing. So you probably got about 10,000 people that are in the bowl. So there's a lot of pressure that's going on on these players. And uh, some guys relish it, some guys rise to the occasion, and the other guys fold. But, you know, when you talk about you know, just Calvin Austin, man. Just where he came from, and and being able to be considered one of the fastest guys at the draft, Doc. I think he's had what I would call two of the best weeks for uh, a potential candidate to be drafted in the National Football League could have. Uh, one week at the uh, at the uh, Senior Bowl down in uh, Mobile. You know, he was the talk of the town as far as receivers concerned, and now here at the combine he's once again to talk of, uh, you know, some of the best players or, or some of the most exciting 40-yard uh, uh, 40, 40 dashes that someone has ran thus far. So, I mean, maybe the combine isn't what it used to be, but it's still a place where, uh, you know, a guy like me, where, a guy like you, Calvin Austin, who went to Memphis, with, that wasn't considered a football school when we went there, Doc. Yeah. But it's grown from that standpoint. And for him to go out and shine the way he did, I think he's propelled himself into being a first-day pick. Let's just be honest about that. So when you play football and you see a guy that's on the rise, he's coming from being a walk-on. He he became the the focal point of the offense and what we did at Memphis. And then mixing that talent and going up against different competition in the uh, senior bowl and then here at the combine, I think he's propelled his stock is up. He's trending forward, as as we say now these days. His stock has definitely gone up.
1: Trending forward like a month. Now, I don't know if you can see this. I sent you the text, but I think you talked to me on your phone. Can you see that, bro? Isaac, can you see that?
0: I see it, yeah. Is body
1: across the line, bro? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And a 412, yeah. my guy. 412. That's what it looks like. He, he might have, you know, every year the fastest guy gets a reward, I guess from either Adidas or some kind of car company. He says, one of the sponsors, you know, they put, they put something together. So that's a great start for a guy. If he ends up being the fastest at this combine, a cool hundred thousand dollars. I take that.
1: Man, what you said, I'll take it. And, but I do want to say this as much as we love Calvin Austin, the third and he's a Memphis tiger. We all form. uh, He's from Memphis. I covered him when I was a, a sports director here, when he was in high school and, he was good there, but he was small. So when he came to Memphis and now he blew up yeah. these last couple of seasons, taking care of business. But we also have to understand, because I was looking at a list, they was talking about the fastest 40 dudes in the combine. <laughs> fast times don't always equate to NFL success, That's though. True. I mean, you got to tell, you ever caught you true. fast, don't mean your ass going to go out there and ball out against them other
0: dudes, bro. That's true. Well, you know, that being said, Doc, there's always been a stigma uh, on track guys trying to play football as well. I think Calvin Austin shattered that. Um, you know, we look back at a guy like Ronaldo Nehemiah. He was, yeah. a, he was fast, all, all, but he didn't want to get hit. He didn't want the contact. So He didn't want to play football. Um, <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you, you, you try to do this as a side gig, Doc, it's going to be tough. But, you know, fast – automatically doesn't equate to being a good football player. So you have such special guys and and everybody's looking for the next Tyreek Evans, the cheater. I mean, excuse me, not Tyreek Evans, but they're looking for the next Tyree in uh, Kansas Deal. city and Calvin yeah. Austin. He, he fits, he fits that bill. You know, he, he's, is not that tall, but his game is big. I mean, when he gets the ball in his hand, he can separate and he's a football player doc. Let's be real about it. He hasn't to be a football player that, is fast. And when you get that combination, I mean, he's a guy that you definitely want to add to your team. We got one in Tutu Atwell. We don't know where he is right now, but you know, it's very, very similar. I wouldn't compare Tutu and Calvin Austin because Calvin Austin is more of a receiver. He can get open. He can get off the line of scrimmage. That that wasn't a problem for him. He has great film versus the Cincinnati uh, Bearcats versus a top 10 guy. That's going to be a top 10 pick cornerback. Uh, this same this same draft. Gave him that work. He
1: also has great film against yep. Mississippi State as well, because we were there, man, in the Liberty Bowl. But you're right. He's if 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 somebody's on the Rams, you can think about it, it would be two two Atwell. well. But two two, with all due respect, Calvin Austin is a better receiver. He's actually a receiver. He's just fast as hell. He just ran track. And since he was so small, they just figured he couldn't play football. But he was a great football, he was a great football player in high school as well. So uh yeah, man, Calvin Austin, I see you, bro. Four-one and all these other cats in there and uh, I former still remember no bro on. uh what say what's say, what's say, I-
0: A former former walk on
1: dog yeah, yeah. Yep. former walk on man former walk on so that let you know everything is possible no one can tell you what your what what your future is going to be now so don't listen but I and I I still tell cats man you, you, you know you, you look at dudes and I'll be saying I'm something tell you bro it ain't it ain't that many four threes and four fours in the league like you think it is now a lot of cats no. will be lying because i still remember and i still remember hg oh hg oh Harold <laughs> hg we was in the, we were talking one day in practice uh, we was in a meeting i think and hg was like hey doc hey doc hey man what you what you know how hg be talking harold green is former pro bowl uh running back played for the rams but he went to the pro bowl when he was playing for the Bengals. uh but anyway, I mean H Z was talking, he was like, Hey, doc, what you run the 40 in. So by this time, I'm about 240. I was like, you know, I had my, my, my best time. My honestly, my best time was four six, four six one. But I, you know, I'm fudging a little bit. And I'm like, oh yeah, HD. I run my, you know, four five, four, five, four. I said, what you run, HZ? HZ like psh, man, psh, four seven, four. <laughs> he told the truth. Four seven. But but he was effective, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it ain't all it ain't all yeah. about you being fast and quick, man. Cause he was a dog when he got that rock, bro.
0: Yes. Well, you know, Doc, is the difference between uh, having game speed yeah. versus clock speed, and we see tr- uh, a lot of guys. Man, there's a lot of examples uh, that have come through this league uh, that fits the bill. Jerry Rice being one of them. I mean, I think his best time ever being clocked was a high four five. Yeah. At my con- combine, I was clocked at four five two. My pro, my pro day, I ran a 4-4-1. Four, four, that was the best time I ever ran. Yeah. But when you put guys in a situation you know, where they're, they're anointed to do this, they're gifted to do this, those gifts, they automatically show up, Jerry Rice being one of them. And uh, I can sit here and name a couple, a couple of them that have that game speed. And when, when you put those pads on them, put the helmet on them, they just turn into a different dude.
1: Yeah, man, because you know it, it is a difference. I mean, I had game speed. If you put me on the 40 and I'm gonna I am got, i got to look down, yeah. I'm like, and I ain't got nobody in front of me. I don't got my in- adrenaline going. Them competitive juices ain't flowing. Cause I'm just looking at a number. I'm like, man, that, that didn't get me, but put my ass out there on that field, though, bro. Them feet finna be <laughs> tap tapping like Sammy Davis. I'm gonna run you over. And I might get past you if you let me. Yeah. But anyway, man, our Rams, bro. Of course, they had to combine assessing talent, man. And going into this, they had to come by and looking at talent. There are certain positions and certain players they should be looking at because we may have to field. Now, with me looking at the offseason, I'm like, okay, now we won. Now, but what do we need to get better at or what do we need to address as far as position-wise? I say offensive line. So say you, Isaac, because when I look at the offensive line, I look at the three dudes we might lose, four dudes. Andrew Whitworth may retire. Hopefully he doesn't, but he may, and if he does, salute to him we may lose Brian Allen, the center, Joe Note, Bloom, the tackle, and Austin Corbett. Bro, that would be four offensive linemen, so we have to address this offensive line, man.
0: Without a doubt. I mean, uh, you know, anytime, particularly when you win a Super Bowl championship, man, you know, other teams, other franchises from around the league, they're coming at your players, they're coming at your coaches, and we already seen some of the coaches, you know, uh, take jobs in in other places, so next. You know, when if your agency hits, it's going to be the players. So we can't pay everybody, unfortunately, because there's a salary cap in football and we have to make make dollars make sense. So that being said, Doc, I mean, yes, I'm like you. The focus has to be on the offensive line, you know, to protect our quarterback, to create this running game that we want to generate all of our other things that we do offensively from this running game. So it has to be. uh uh, definitely a main focus for us. But if I had to choose another position, Doc, I immediately I say the defensive line. We have to make sure that we have guys that can that can spell our starters, the Von Miller's. Hopefully he comes back, uh, the Leonard Floyds, and definitely Aaron Donald. So if we can keep this guy fresh and just keep that room stopped with guys who can stop the run. Let's be real, we weren't the best team at stopping the run last year. So we definitely have to address that. Get some bigger bodies in that can push that uh, uh, offensive line and push that line of scrimmage back the way we want it to be pushed and give our our guys on the back end an opportunity. So just the interior of what we do offensively and defensively, man, has to get a lot of attention.
1: You're right, man. And and at offensive line, then we're gonna talk about that defensive line because I definitely want to mention one dude on that defensive line. If you look at the offensive line, bro, Joe Note Bloom, unrestricted free agent. Only made eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars last year, according to sport track right here, man. Looking at that only, only, yeah. That, that's what we say. If <laughs> you look at Kev's making five and six, you know, they may want 10. You know, you look at uh uh, uh that's what he got. Austin Corbett made nearly two two million dollars last year. So, you know, uh, which is good, but you right only. But I'll be looking at, I'll be like, okay, eight hundred. Taxes took about forty. That's how I'd be doing. I'd be doing it. I'd be doing California. Yeah. yeah, California. So you probably yeah. came up about it. That ain't a lot of money. You playing man? NFL just four hundred fifty thousand dollars. But yeah, Austin Corbett, unrestricted free agent, made nearly two million last year. And let me see. We said Joe Nobloom 86 six. Oh, Brian Allen right there, seven hundred and eighty six thousand. So they got some. Uh, they got some deals out of them dudes last year, man. You know. So, I mean, they wasn't getting getting paid a lot of money. But if I'm looking at them, uh. I would say if I had, they're saying, well, I had, to, we had to keep, we can't keep all three of them. Say two of them. Yeah. Bro, I, I, I would have to say Joe Note Bloom and Brian Allen would be the, yes. two, the two because you got Note Bloom is the tackle. We know how hard tackles are to come by. And Brian Allen is the center. And your center got to be tight, bro. Those are two most important positions on the offensive line, Isaac. Would you agree, bro?
0: Well, you know, uh, and I would say Note Bloom over what we have at center right now yes. because, you know, Note Bloom, he's a versatile tackle. He went from left to right, back to left, then yeah. right to left again. So um, I think he can be anchored at that left tackle, particularly if we lose uh, Whitworth. Uh, we can just plug and play with him. And then we can, you know, if uh, Brian Allen has to go, unfortunately we don't want to want him to go. We can go, you know, find that offensive lineman, that, that guard, because there's a plethora of guys uh, if, within that interior in these conferences that are being draft eligible this year that we can fill in. And who knows, man, we have uh, more than one opportunity to find replacements. You're going to have some guys who get cut from other teams because become a cap casualty that we can probably fill in, still wants to play, fill those guys in, and then move forward that way. But I think Note Bloom uh, is definitely one guy that we got to have uh, return for us.
1: Yeah, he has to be priority, man. And, and I don't care what you're doing as an as a, as a NFL team, bro. You want your quarterback to be, to be tight, but if that offensive line is not good, it don't matter who you got playing quarterback. So you have to yeah. protect them. But Austin Corbett, don't take it personally, man. You good, but you playing guard? I uh, think right guard at that. So a lot of times, right guards, nah, we can, we we can put somebody else right there because if if needed, if you ain't doing your damn job, pass blocking, we can keep the running back in there to help you out. We can we can uh uh we can roll the quarterback out, which Matthew Stafford had to do several times because of pressure. But you're right, no Bloom. And my guy, uh, Brian Allen, man, those are two dudes that I would keep. And Austin Corbett, yeah, you know, we need you. But uh, another dude, man, who's a, uh, who's an unrestricted free agent, man. I mean, he's no, he's a restricted free agent. My apologies. But got we got to keep him. We got to keep him. He's not a football player, but he's a key part of the football team, I see. He's not a football player now, but he's a key part of the team. Got to keep him, Matt Gay. Matt Gay, he just made seven hundred sixty thousand dollars last year. You <laughs> <He> smiling? <laughs> Restricted free agent, bro. Hey, check this out, man. <laughs> hey, look, I had to look him up. I said, okay, let's see how good my dude did in the play in the postseason. Eleven of eleven extra points. He had eight of ten of his field goals, uh, and I think we won all three of our postseason games by three points. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before the suit, so then in the, in, the, in the regular season, he hit forty eight of forty nine extra points. He only missed two field goals. So, not a football player, but we got to keep his football specialist, bro.
0: Not a football player no. in your eyes. But he, but here's what I say. Here's what I say, Doc. We didn't have to mention Matt Gay all year long uh, on this show because normally we only talk about punters and kickers when they shank a kick, uh, when they miss a kick, or when they're not having the best season. That's the only time they really get credit from a lot of talking heads on television. Now, all, normally all we knew, all, all we can do is just look over at his postseason accolades and say, Pro Bowl, uh yeah, I think we got to do something for this guy. We got to keep this guy because we he did everything we asked him to do, made clutch kicks. Um, he didn't miss anything uh, consistently, and he ended up making a pro bowl. So that says he's the best kicker in the NFC. So I'm not sure if he made he was, he's not the all pro kicker, is he?
1: No, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Nah. I don't know. I didn't okay, even look so he's at, not I the all-pro kicker? For, I don't look for kickers when I look at – I don't look for that. I don't look for kickers.
0: Hey, You got to fill the position. Those positions got to be filled. And we had one of the better kickers in the league last year. So we got to reward this guy, man. I mean, if we don't, someone else will.
1: And I, I'm off. – you're right, Matt Gay. We have to reward you, man. Well, I want you to stay. I want you to stay and be a part of the team with the rest of the football players because we need you football specialists. And the thing about it, yes, we need you. Yes, I appreciate what you did. Yes, I appreciate what you do. But if we're not talking about you, that's good. But guess what? We're not supposed to talk about you. You supposed to kick. <laughs> you spoke. That's what you're. That's what you're there to do. Kick the rock, man. Kick it and hit it. So kick it and hit it. Get on off the field unless it's a game winner for about fifty some yards. Then I say, good job, non-football playing football teammate. So, but yeah, man. But real quickly, uh, I'm looking at everybody else the free agents we got. We talked about Von Miller. He's an unrestricted free agent. May, may not be able to keep him, man, but, you know, I think they're also talking about Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford, them big deals. They're going to restructure their contracts so the Rams can do some other things. But Von Miller, he could be out of here, man. But I think his market value is about, based off this, What damn, I ain't basing off this. Can't nobody put no value on you but yourself. Uh, Von Miller, unrestricted free agent. Cornerback Darius Williams, he could be gone. He's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Sony Michelle unrestricted free agent don't know if he's gonna come back or not you know but he's key to what they i mean you know you got to give him some credit for what he did uh especially when darrell got hurt and then when cam got hurt coming in taking the job and just a couple other names man obj we know he's hurt whatever but uh everybody else yeah you know what i'm saying but the, the, the ones we talked about those are key to me man but von miller i would love to get dude back if we can get him
0: back yeah, I mean, I guess it really depends on what Von Miller wants right now this, at this stage in his career. he has, He's had an illustrious career. Uh, we talk about the damage that Aaron Donald has done thus far. I mean, Von Miller, he's right there. He's a Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, 100 and what, 10-plus sacks uh, in his career. Uh, he's definitely a guy who can still turn that motor on. I mean, you have to ask him. We have to ask him if he likes the position he's in I mean, that question has to be yes. We just finished the the season with a parade. Uh, Then you have to ask him if you like living in California, man. Is California a a place you like living in and you want to extend your career? So I think those are some of the conversations that you start off with, with Von Miller and then try to come into a happy medium monetarily to see if he, if it could fit for us. And, And if not, man, I mean, you know, somebody else is going to pay the guy. I mean, if he still wants to pay football, he can still be played, paid like an elite level defensive end in this league.
1: Well, Isaac, you know what I'm doing if I'm Von Miller. Uh, the, my happy medium is that there is no medium, man. I want, I, I want to get paid. I got two Super Bowls. I don't know how much longer. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, nope. A- ain't no meat. I want as much money as I can get, because in ten yeah. years, if you're broke, Cats gonna be like, damn, he broke. He got two Super Bowls. Though. But I don't give a damn. What he do with that money? Now, in ten years, if you hadn't won a Super Bowl they be like, man, that man ain't sitting on $20 million. Oh, God dang. Forget this. I mean, it, it is what it is, bro. This is about making money. So if I'm Von Miller, my happy medium is who's going to pay me the most money. And I can – especially now, I done got two Super Bowls. Oh, bro, so I, ho- I hope to keep him. I would also <laughs> love to keep Darius Williams as well, man. But, you know, he didn't have the most outstanding season. He wasn't bad, but he didn't have the most outstanding season. But, you know, he, he was still part of that, you know, that defensive backfield doing some things with Jalen Ramsey. And uh, Dante Dion, I see you're unrestricted. You know, he he played well when he got in there. But I'm still with the Rams in the offensive line, man. And Von Miller, we want you, man. But uh, I ain't going to even lie, bro. Go get that loot. I tell everybody, go get that loot, man. Because teams, they look out for themselves. As much as I love the Rams, it's a business, man. So uh, I love to have you back. But go get that loot, bro. I mean, come on, Isaac. You had to make a decision, too, man. You know when it comes down to that loot? You went to a team, they wanted to give you some loot, right?
0: well hey it's it's about fit also, Doc. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes guess. you want to get comfortable, and uh you know we're in a position where you don't chase money. Money chases us, so yeah. wherever you are, I feel like uh you can command what you want. I mean your your place speaks for itself. The film that you have out there, everybody sees it. You have fifty million eyes on the Super Bowl, so um, I think he has he's in a very unique position, you know, speaking of von Miller, to dictate his own future.
1: Yeah, and, and one more dude I do hope we, we hold on to, man, is Traven Howard, linebacker. We need we need our linebackers, man. I know Troy Reader, he's uh he's an unrestricted free agent as well. But Troy Reader, man, uh, postseason, bro, you kind of got exposed, man. You you gotta work on because Cass was getting past it. Cass was blocking, He was missing tackles. It seemed like he was out of place a couple of times. Not criticizing you, but I am criticizing. But Traven Howard is one of those dudes that we can keep. He's an exclusive rights free agent, which means we can, you know, we can keep him. Signing for a year and maybe pay him, you know, a little under a million dollars. He just got paid 780,000, I think last season. So he's a guy I hope we keep and uh, John Wolford as well, man. So, but we didn't even need you, bro, but we also need a company backup. So you just got some money. I mean, you just got a nice little check. But you do not have to do too much, except for in practice. But anyway, I, anything else you want to add, man, before you get up out of here, man, I'm just, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the off season and the Rams, less yeah. need Sean McVay looking forward to the next season, man. Got to make some things happen down there and, one thing they down at the combine, brother. They the big dogs at the combine. That's how it is when you win the Super Bowl. You show up at the combine. You you the big dogs.
0: Well, so big that mile, I mean, uh, Les need and uh, Sean McVay didn't even show up. So, oh you know, wow, you can, really? You know, yeah, they don't they don't go to the combine. So, I mean, it's cool. That's becoming a trend. You know, you have all of these other pro days that you have to attend, and uh, you know, it's it's right back to work for those guys, man. You you get your two weeks off to celebrate. And you jump back right back into it, so um, you know this is the, this is that preparation time, doc. you got to prepare who's going to be on your team, who do you want to add, who you, who you' okay with letting go, and it, there's going to be some uh, some battling for players. I mean there's services if you can bring them in and if we can get you know those fish, uh, I, I feel like you know this will be the season or the off season where we get players that are aren't so you know heavily known around the league. Mm-hmm but respect it around the league and come in and make an impact for the Rams and what we do and that, and the way we play football. So I think Lesney is is, uh, you know, is approaching it that way. And, you know, Coach McVay has to sign off on it. And uh, Mr. Cronky, if we get a, a big fish that wants to come to L.A., I mean, we'll make it happen.
1: But, that, but you know what? That is big dogging, though. Not to show up at all, because I bet if the Rams were still sorry <laughs> as hell, they would have been there. If they, were still, if they were winning two games, all of them would have been there. They're like, "Nah, we ain't got to go down there. Man, come to, we'll just bring them here to us. Go down there, scouts, yeah. and show us what you got. We know you bring the film back. We'll watch it. But uh, anything else, man, you want to add before we get up out of here, brother?
0: That's it, man. I mean, big shout out to Calvin Austin, man. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with him, man. I mean, you talk about a walk, a walk on uh, where he's come from uh, and where he's going. He's trending in the right direction. Salute to all the walk-ons. And I just read an article in the Commercial Appeal, man, about Glenn Rogers Sr., the very first walk-on, very first Hebrew black person to play. And at Memphis State, man, so that was exciting. I'm kind of halfway through it right now. But (laughs) when I saw it, all I could think about was the Glenn Rogers that we played with, Jr. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was an awesome story. If you haven't checked it out, man, Commercial Appeal, great article written on Glenn Rogers Sr. Now, Rams
1: fans, what Isaac is talking about is that, you know, both me and Isaac met at, M- at Memphis State. Now it's the University of the Memphis Tigers. Uh, of course, you know, we just had a Memphis Tiger win. The Super Bowl is on the team now, Daryl Henderson. So the Rams and, and the Memphis Tigers, especially, one of the, you know, one of the Rams' all-time greats, Isaac Bruce is a Memphis Tiger. So what we're talking about is that we got a longtime coach here, Glenn Rogers, Sr. He was the first African American – he was the first Hebrew player for the memphis tigers first one dealing with all kinds of racism risk racism because it was an all-white team and he walked on as good as he is and he dealt with all kinds of nonsense uh and he says the school still doesn't you know acknowledge him the way they should and i and i agree with that even though i love memphis tigers but his son glenn rogers jr went on to play at memphis as well both of them played cornerback glenn rogers jr ended up going to the nfl and the cfl having a nice little long career but it is, bro. It's a great article, man. Because just listening to what Coach Rogers went through, uh, uh, bro. I mean, I can't imagine, man, hearing the N word and then, bro. Did you have you got to the part where they said he was uh, in the shower, man, and one of his white teammates was looking at him with a perplexed look on his face, and he turned around like, "What you looking at?" And he said, "He told him, man, my mama told me that all y'all had tails. You know, like, come on, bro." I'm sorry, me, that's instant. We instantly fighting clothes or no clothes, if you say that. Even though you saying that out of ignorance, but just to deal, I mean, I I don't think, unless you're a a Hebrew man, man, black man, people don't understand what we have to deal with, man, and, uh, and, you know, and endure without exploding almost every second of every day. So I have to salute him him for the conditions he was in and for what he went
0: through. Well, I would have liked to have known that he was the first off, I mean, I just found that out today, and and as long as my relationship has been with Glenn Rogers Senior, oh, excuse me, Glenn Rogers Junior, Freak Rogers, as we call him. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I would have liked to have known that man, and uh, you know, I mean, I would love to see Memphis really, you know, kind of highlight that and uh, you know, make an effort to, you know, kind of pump that up and uh, and give him his honor.
1: And, and man, and you and you're right, man. We're gonna get up out of here after this. Uh, unless you got something you want to ask. See, and the thing, I'm from Memphis, born and raised, been seeing Coach Rogers for years and Glenn Rogers Jr. Close to, and I, bro, I didn't even know that. So, yeah. because that's nothing, that's not anything that he brags about. That's not anything that he really talks about. So, when we see the elder Rogers, we're just showing respect and listening to yeah. him, laughing because he's still in great spirits and in great health. I didn't know that, bro. Till I was reading it today. And I felt embarrassed. Like, how do I not know that? Mm-hmm. How has the Memphis Tigers not acknowledged that or it's not a place for him up there? And I do see his picture over there in the in the football complex, but it's like he and his son, father-son duo. But I didn't know that, bro. And to know to read that article, I feel embarrassed that I didn't know that, but that's just not something that uh, uh Coach Rogers or or, or Junior Rogers talked about. So salute to both of them. Very well done article. Yeah. So if anybody listening. Commercial Appeal is, you know, you you can check it out. So anything else, Isaac, we out of here, man?
0: That's it, man. I'm good, man. Let's do it.
1: Okay, man. Well, that's going to do it for another great edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out.